0: Ah, uh, hopefully you listen to this in the morning, you know, unless you're unemployed and you got up and you're like, I have nothing better to do but listen to Howard's Podcasts. In that case, good afternoon and good evening and good night. You guys seen the Truman Show? Okay, I won't even get into it. Let's just get straight into the fucking uh, swing of things. Uh, and I say that because in the background, I have the Australian open on and for those who know or don't know. Uh, it's like one of the big tennis competitions, but it is actually part of one of my topics later, so I'm not going to get into it now Uh, I don't know, it's been, it's been a good start of the week for me, you know, like when, you know when work starts off good, like everything's just bang, bang, bang You know, it just feels good, but One thing that has been triggering me, because we're just gonna get straight to it, is Right now, there's the African Cup of Nations, and for those who don't know, African Cup of Nations is like it's like the World Cup, uh, but just for African countries. They have the same thing for every continent, right? They have the Euros, they have the Asian Cup of Nations, which is also happening right now. Uh, and the African Cup of Nations, one thing that's guaranteed is I think they have some teams there are like, fuck, like I don't know what the fuck's going on here. But some teams have like proper players, like some of the biggest stars that play in Europe. And then they go against these niggas, and I don't know, they just turn to ass. Like defensively, Africa will never win a World Cup. You can't, we suck, we suck at defense And I'm not saying like, all Africans suck at defense But damn, when it comes to like, major competitions We just fucking ass Like, and if you listen to this podcast and you're like, don't watch soccer I can't explain to you, like, there'll be players that are so good for their clubs And then they go there, and then all of a sudden, atrocious It's like, if, if, if you want to convince me of like, witchery in Africa That's the way to convince me Some put a curse on African defenders, because that shit is... It's funny, but fuck me, man. It's triggering, you know? And nobody even cares about it. Like, a lot of these clubs, the ones in Europe anyway, they pay these players well. Like, imagine there's players there that are on their clubs like £200,000 a week. What's that like? Almost 400000 dollars a week. And the clubs don't necessarily like it when they go to these competitions, because they can get injured... But then, when the Europeans can be in their competitions, like in the Euros, everyone's like, oh, no one says shit about that. I mean, it's also during summer, right? It's Not during that time. I hate that we pretend that it's the same shit. Like, the Euros is a whole com- different competition. It's different level. And on top of that, they play on a fucking at least legitimate fields, man. I was watching this African Cup of Nations, and I was just like, what the fuck? I've played at better fields. I've played in front of bigger, sta- bigger fucking uh, fam- fans. You could count how many people were in the crowd, but at least, at least, it's not the Asian Asian cup, because man, nobody gives a flying fuck about that. I remember when Australia won it, I didn't know they won it till the day after, the day, they oh, the day after they won it. I was like, damn, I didn't know Asia had their own, like, euros, <laughs> but enough of that, right? And I went to the T-Pain after party, and people who know me, well, I mean, you should assume, I even, anyone who listens to this likes T-Pain, Right? So I went to the T Pain after party, and if you're asking why T Pain was in Melbourne, because one thing rappers and R and B singers can do for the rest of their lives after they fall off is tour Australia, and my God, did they fucking abuse it. So there's a big festival, and all these like throwback singers: Carrie Hilson, Lloyd. I don't know if Lloyd was here this year, but they'll they'll come. Like everyone, Bone Thugs and Harmony, but it won't be Bone. It won't be Thug. Nothing harmonic about it. Harmonic. <laughs> But they bring all these old stars, right? And TI was on the headliners. And I went last year, but it's an effort. Like they put it it's just not that super well organized and it's just a it's just a fucking mess. But it is good vibes. And for some reason TI T.I., T, uh, T, T. T Pain had his after party and I was like, it's not that I wanted to see T-Pain, I really wanted to see TI. But these motherfucking Negroes had fucking TI, Trey Songs, and somebody else. Up in Nary Warren. And for the, for those who listen to this and don't, aren't from Victoria, even if you're from Victoria, if, you, if you're not from, if you don't know much about Victoria, Nary Warren is what you guys, you guys make fun of me. Like, how are you from fucking Australia? You guys got fucking bugs? That's Nary Warren. They drove these niggas to the Outback to do a club event. And the only person in town was uh, T-Pain. So I went to see T-Pain, which I was happy to see, right? And... One thing that really surprised me about T-Pain, and he's a nigga from Florida, who's a real, like, nigga from Florida, right? Tallahassee, is, he was on time. I was with one of my boys, and he's like, bro, that's T-Pain. Mind you, we got to the club at, I think, 11, and he's like, yo, that's T-Pain with the dreads. Not, I, I didn't have my glasses. I'm like, these niggas being a racist. I didn't play much mind to it, go to the bar, grab a drink, turn around. I'm like, oh my god, that is T-Pain. And tell me why this nigga's wearing... He's wearing some regular black tee. Again, fine, nice chain, right? And then, as I'm like seeing the fit, I'm like, "Yo, this nigga's wearing board shorts." Dude, I don't think he, I think he came straight from the fucking festival, and he was wearing board shorts at the festival, and he had like a nice diamond chain there. Now, I was happy as hell. I'm like, "Yo, T-Pain's early is on time. We're gonna leave early. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time." But the crowd is not that busy yet. I'm like, "Wow, I'm surprised it's not like that packed in the club." And T-Pain has gone around And he's looking at the girls And his boys are looking at the girls And tell me why this nigga is gesturing to girls Like getting his dick sucked Like in the most like aggressive way Like two fisting like oh. And I'm like damn nigga Like you know The worst part was I'm kind of fast. I can't even see the girls he's gesturing to But I'm just gonna assume there's some baddies there uh, But before I even get to that part Because they weren't baddies They were faddies. When we lined up We saw the line was a little bit long and we see this one nigga in line. And we're not, I'm not gonna say like I'm friends with him. I'm friends with his little brother. But this nigga's like somebody that we've known, me and my boy, we've known him since fuck, we don't know, since he came to Australia. This nigga is fresh. And something about fresh niggas is they ride or die to the end of it. Like this man is probably, if I'm 29, this guy's probably 40. Right? He came in trackies, some red shoes. I think it was a white tee and a red hat that had, like, a logo in the front. And the logo was shining. Shining, 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 shining. And I was like, fuck, nigga. Like, I I guess this is the the thing. Mind you, everyone else is dressed like better. A little bit of an upscale club. Now, the dilemma comes in here. This nigga is near the front of the line. He's like, how are you? you doing? I'm like, yeah, he's like, jump in. I'm like, fuck if we the line was kind of long i'm like we might wait 45 minutes or whatever it is i'm like i don't want to wait that long he's right there in the front but then i'm like this nigga might get rejected he might be the only nigga with a ticket that's going to get rejected from the club and i just didn't want to get rejected regardless i'm like you know what fuck it let's just line up with him uh as we line up i find out this nigga don't even have a ticket for the event i'm just like lord have mercy but fortunately, not fortunately, I'm, it's situations that, you know, you just learn to adapt. So I sent him two screenshots of the tickets that we have, because I'm like, the process of going into an after party for a club or anything, it's like, the front's going to be security, can we see a ticket? Yes, check your ID, and then when you go inside, you show your ticket, or they scan it. Once you're in there, you can pretty much buy a ticket. Like, But if you're at the front and you tell me you don't have a ticket, they're like, fuck off. So I told him that. I'm like, look, I'll screenshot our tickets, I'll send it to you. But let us cut in front of you, and you just like literally just go right behind us. Get to the front of the line after like twenty minutes. Security looks at us, looks up down. It's like, all right, boys, you guys all together. And this this is a pivotal moment. Like me and boy, we're okay. We're getting in. Him and his boy. Like, he asked that question because he already knew, and then he's like. The is like yeah it's not gonna happen for you boys and i was like bro i got we got tickets he's like yeah it doesn't matter man like you you can't get in with like what are you wearing <laughs> and i was like bro you know we just came straight from the show we're from the states this and that we're not from the states but i have i have a california id and stuff so i'm like i was just fucking use that shit and uh the guy he's like i'm right, talking to my manager so he talks to the manager he looks him up and down he's like all right cool man but you know just make sure we'll take off the hat this and that i was like whew back in my head i'm like if they tell us like fuck off We'd fuck off And I'd come back with my boy And be like Look man It's just me and him Like we're good He's like Yeah So we get in uh, And Apparently it was like 70 or 80 dollars at the door Which again It's it's a bit excessive But in Australia I'm like Nah so whatever So we get to the club T-Pain is doing his thing The double fisting That's literally like Almost all we walk into And I'm just like Okay weird So he performs some songs I go to the second level The second level You can see down on T-Pain Tell me why Now I can see the girls He's hollering at There's some cute girls in the front. Like, I can't really see their faces. But, like, I just assume, you know, they're not fucking... They don't look ugly. This nigga is walking past them. He doesn't even acknowledge their existence. And he literally goes to, like, the biggest women. And I'm just like, God damn, nigga. Like, you Florida, Florida, for real, for real. I kind of got to respect it. Because, like, the girls were, like, touching his legs. Like, the skinnier girls were, like, touching his legs. And he just went straight. And it wasn't, like... I don't people, you fat? Like, No, I don't care. Like, do your thing, bro. But it wasn't even like that. It was like they weren't even pretty. They were just big, and they were the biggest. Like there were some big girls there, but he picked the biggest. And he goes like, "I'm on a mission." Maybe that's what happens when you become famous for so long. You just like, all right, what can I do? I'm gonna go to on tour for the tenth time in Australia. I already banged all the baddest chicks. I banged all the baddest black chicks, baddest white chicks. What 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 left? What next? Do I have left to conquer? He's like. The fattest chicks, and that's why I think rock stars do gay shit, even though I don't think they're gay. Does that make sense? It's like when I think of like Mick Mick Jagger or any of these niggas, right? And then like you find out, like, oh yeah, I suck the dick to two in, the, in you know, while I'm tall, I'm like, it's kind of intense, my nigga. But I just assume it's because they fuck so much, they're just like, you know what, I need to try something new, something different. and Everyone's like, it's still gay. I agree, it's still gay. But I've also never been in a position where you've had every fucking woman you ever wanted in your life, right? And you get sick of it. I'm not saying that's going to make me want to suck a dick, but, you know? I don't know. Maybe niggas want to suck a dick. I don't know, man. I don't know how white people feel. But I guess for T-Pain, maybe that's what they should have done. There's no way, yeah. I feel like Mick Jagger and all them niggas is fucking anybody, bro. Niggas is doing heroin and shit. But yeah, that was a very interesting thing that I noticed with T Pain. He was on time and he was on a hunt for fat women. And I I gotta appreciate the hustle. Niggas like Florida through and through, you know? (laughs) But fuck it. Let's get into the topic of the day because I want to talk about the Australian Open and why I'm so fucking excited for it. Let's go. What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's What's popping? My forehead is dripping Because the AC is fucking broken It's been broken for a while now And I don't want to open the window Because you guys are going to hear the crackheads yelling Today I saw a nigga doing push-ups in Coles But he wasn't just doing this doing in the middle of Coles He was doing it at the entrance And then he got up and walked like in Like it was nothing And it wasn't like a fitness thing Because this nigga had tattoos on his face He was obviously a crackhead Anyway That was today at Coles <laughs> But one of the things I want to talk about is the Australian Open. Right? And you're like, oh, this is a fucking boring topic. No, it's not. Because I'm going to tell you why I support everyone that's black. Always. Now, if you don't know what the Australian Open is, it's one of the five grand slams in tennis. So, it basically starts off the tour for tennis. It's like, if you win this, you're it's, it's a big deal. Like, it's a very tough competition to win. Uh, unless you're Novak Djokovic, who wins it every fucking year. <laughs> but... And Australian hasn't won it since 1970, right? Australian male. Australian woman has won it 19, like last year, two years ago. And then before that, I don't even know when. But men, we suck, right? We got fucking Nick Kyrgios, fucking Dennis Kokkinakis, uh, fucking... We suck, right? Even Leighton Hewitt never won it. I thought Leighton Hewitt won it, but he never won the Australian Open. He won the Wimbledon and he won the US Open. Now, I love the Australian Open. I love that Melbourne has so many fucking sports stadiums, Yeah. But one thing I love about that is black people, we love to support other niggas, right? And I don't know what it is. It's not an active thing. It's not like, oh, I guess I got to support nigga. It's like when you see a black person doing well in sports, in life in general, you just really want to support them. And especially when it's a sport that black people don't dominate in, like tennis, right? You got Francis Tiafoe, Monfils, Uh, Songa. Do we consider Nick Kyrgios black? We'll take him. You got Nick Kyrgios. You got fucking, oh, back in the day, James Blake. Like, we support everyone black. And I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's the thing where it's like, chances are, especially like, some of these black athletes, is like, they don't come from crazy, like, privileged life. Like, tennis players are rich normally. Like, they come from rich families. Tennis, golf, whatever it is. And these black stars, you always hear the story. It's like, you my dad taught me, I'm just, oh, like you know, that's just the story, like, the, my dad taught me, he didn't know much about tennis, that's the Williams sister story, Francis Tiafo, who's the American right now, I think he's 16th in the world, he's like, my dad was a cleaner or like a maintenance guy at a tennis uh, club or whatever, back in the day, so he was able to get him at a cheaper rate, and then, you know, niggas just excel in sports, and white people don't have that same feeling, you know, unless they know their history, so, Whenever like Croatians play Croatians go hard on the paint for them, Even if it might be Somebody's never been to Croatia Or you know But When it comes to niggas We just support everybody black In any sport Running Swimming Swimming Shit If a black person Dominates the Olympics this year In France That means That stereotype is gone Black people can't swim Even though that stereotype Is kind of already Dying I don't know where it came from Maybe it's cause They used to throw us off the ships To get insurance money what do, you, what do I mean? What do you mean how we do stuff off the ships? Wow. Let me use my African-American degree, my bachelor's in African-American studies, right now and teach you guys a little history. Sorry, I had to have a drink because so I feel bad. I'm just fuck with Jennifer I don't feel bad you fucking crackers. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Relax, relax. So, back in the day, when... <laughs> this is meant to be talking about the straight open. He's talking about slavery. What happened was, when they used to get all these tribes in africa and all these people in africa and bring them to the the new world right america they used to have insurance policies so if you would go and you get a 100 blacks whatever it is right you tell the insurance people like hey i'm gonna get this many i have a 100 black people in the boat i'm gonna bring them to america like all right cool we're we'll insure you for the half the price i don't know how it's insurance basic insurance like if you have a car so what do these people want to do if they felt like it or if it logically made sense to them to just Dispose of these liabilities in the ocean And collect their insurance money better So on the way to America They would throw them off the boat To collect their insurance money And they would say this person jumped off They wanted to commit suicide They would say whatever died of sickness But what they were really doing Was just throwing them in the middle of the, middle of the ocean Right? And I have a hard time comprehending this shit Because everyone's like People always like Oh you you shouldn't judge history For the time And it's not just for slavery Like you know Like any Any time in history Like Genghis Khan Whatever it is And I'm just like I I understand that To a certain degree But How can you look somebody Like a human In the I can't even do it to a fucking Dog Like You know what I'm saying Even a chicken Bro And throw it into the ocean I'd feel guilty A human To throw another human Off A boat For Money, it's like they say, everyone has a price, right? But you could pay me the world, and I wouldn't do it. Like I don't need the world. One, and two, I can make money. <laughs> Three, it's like I have to live with that, you know. And I don't know. Do you, like me personally, I already live with shit that like holds me down. Like I like not holding down. Like I already feel guilty for a lot of things in life, right? I feel bad, but. To throw someone off a boat, to murder somebody, to kill somebody, I feel like is tough. You know? But they did that. So, ever since then, it's been... Fuck the... <laughs> I'm joking. People, like, if I had become successful or popular, people going to go back on this podcast, skip, cut, all this shit. And then it's going to be like, yo, this guy hates white people. And you're right. I do hate white people's food. <laughs> no, I just... I just say, or I like to think that people don't really express how they feel as much. And I really try to. We'll get, we'll swerve the topic because we're done with the and Open. But I do want to talk about something super important to me. And I think it's super important to you guys. Imagine listening to my podcast like, oh yeah, something important to say. (laughs) Relax. I have nothing ever important to say. And if I did, I would put this on a fucking Patreon or some shit. I'm drenched in sweat. It's so disgusting. I'm going to have to shower after a podcast. I feel violent. Do you guys see that? That's a helicopter. But I want to do a new topic. I want to start talking about these new things, right? And one of the things I want to do is like do movie of the week. So next week we'll pick a movie that we should watch and I'll just discuss it. So anyway, the movie I saw was called, I think King or something with Timothy Chalate. Chilati? You know the nigga dating Kylie Jenner. Right, he's English white boy skinny, and the movie is based on King Henry the Fifth. Right, and the concept is pretty simple. Uh, I think they took it from a Shakespeare play because the way they talk is like old English. Why thy shall not do the ba 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 ba. Right, but my God, it was produced by Brad Pitt too, surprisingly, and Joel Edgar And it is a movie and a half, bro. Fuck, like. It's a timepiece and it's kind of slow, but it is a fucking great movie. And King Henry, basically, uh, he had beef with his dad. So his dad's like, oh, I'm going to let your little brother reign control of the kingdom. And he's like, cool, bro, I don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going to, you know, fuck bitches and drink all the time. And that's what he did. And then his dad's like, I'm going to send my son to war in Wales. And they're fighting these aristocrat families, which, mind you guys, exist to this day. Because what do I do? I fucking Wikipedia this shit as I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my god. These families are still alive. And they still own castles all over the UK. Like, these families have their lineage on fucking Wikipedia. How cool is that? Like, Like, your family history to the 1400s is documented thoroughly. Also, that same family tried to overthrow the royal family. At the time, and they're still around now, they're still hanging out with the queen. Like, what's up, my nigga? We cool with the beef. I wonder, I'm like, I was thinking like in the back of the head, they're like, Oh man, fuck these niggas. Anyway, he sends them to go fight, right? And then Timothy, the King Henry, he's uh, Prince Henry at the time, he's like, I'm gonna let my little brother die. So he goes and he fights and he whoops niggas asses. Like he's like, Why do we need the army to fight each other? Let's just fight each other one-on-one. He kills a nigga, ends the battle. And he's like, the little brother's pissed off. He's like, you ruled my moment. It's true. Uh, so he's like, all right, cool, I'm going to keep... Uh, so he's like, I'm going go home. So he goes home, and this nigga continues on with the battle. Like, he just keeps going. He's like, fuck it, we'll keep battling. He gets killed. His father fucking gets sick and dies. Now, he's the king of England. He didn't even want to be the king. So he, he has to take on this heavy weight. He has to stop the war from Wales, from fucking Scotland, and he has to go to fucking France. And it's all about conspiracy, like, how some niggas are, like, trying to fuck him over. But he takes control. Like, he... He, like, like, alright, cool. I didn't get my shit together. And... Is that the nigga that motivated me to get my shit together? Because he was an alcoholic. He was, he was fucking drinking, bro. Drinking and fucking. But he got his shit together. And he said, alright, I'm, I'm gonna fix my life, get it together. And he conquered France. He conquered... uh Wales, Scotland, all that shit. He fucking got it sorted. Crazy story, right? And basically, you just see him do that and basically deal with like how people are corrupt within his close friendship. And he's like, kill them because he doesn't trust them. And it ends like that. It ends on a good note. So I look it up. I'm like, oh my god, what a real ass nigga. Find out this nigga dies like fucking a year later from like, uh, I don't know, a common cold probably, you know, back in those days. But I recommend it. It's called. Uh, King something, I don't know, the, but it'll be it'll be there. It's the nigga dating Kylie Jenner, Timothy Chilette? Chim I don't know. It's a good movie. So we'll find the movie for next week. I'll put it in the description because I can't think of one right now. I don't have my Netflix up, but I'll put in, I'll put it in the description. And then basically, I'll try to give a two minute analysis of the movie. Uh, hopefully, you guys watch it too before I do it. Maybe. Or do I just make, I'm going to spoil it. I can just tell myself, like I don't mean to spoil it, but I also don't care. So there's that. Anyway, I just want to keep this episode short and quick. I'm going to try the two episodes a week. Let's be consistent, guys. I do appreciate it. Like, it, the listening has actually gone quite, up quite a bit for the last like two weeks. Uh, and if I start doing sponsorship deals, like, understand, I'm going to sell out. Like, I'm not going to wear a dress like these niggas. (laughs) But I would sell out. Like, I don't give a fuck. So, get me while you can. What? Pause. Alright, guys. Thanks for that. It was a great episode. I enjoyed it. My life be like... uh, Yeah. My life be like...